everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this special edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? It's going great. Good. We're going to talk about our trip. Yeah, it was really nice. We were there for uh, for three nights. It was a quick in and out, but we did a lot. That's right. We were there for a social media event uh, wrapped around the uh, introduction of the Disney Tron light cycle run attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very nice. So we flew on JetBlue and we flew into Terminal C at um, the Orlando International Airport, which was a new experience for you, right, Tony? It was. I've done it once before, found it to be very, very big. Um, it was a little easier this time, but still really, really large. Um, and if you have any kind of a, a handicap or you know, just difficulty moving, you need some sort of other transportation yeah. besides your legs. Yeah, Terminal C, uh, unlike Terminals A and B, which are connected to the main body of uh, Orlando International Airport, separate C, uh, Terminal C is a completely separate standalone building. Uh, they have 20 gates. They handle uh, probably about 14 airlines. The only one that's domestic that comes into that terminal is JetBlue. Uh, so all of the JetBlue flights go in and out of there. Uh, technologically, it, it's a super advanced, uh, super advanced terminal. But what they don't have is moving walkways, and, and they could really use moving walkways. I think the other thing is in the area where the gates are, um, in a lot of airports, including the main parts of the uh, in terminals A and B for the Orlando airport, when you walk down the area where the gates are, there's gates to your left and to your right, mm-hmm. which means you don't generally have to walk as far. But uh, in terminal C, they're all on one side. Mm-hmm. So as you walk down, they're only on your left side, which means you're walking really far to a lot of the gates. It's, it's quite a distance. It reminded me uh, a lot of O'Hare. Yes. Yeah. So um, – but they did move the they, – they have a second location for a lot of the car rentals right there now. It yep. was uh, sort of still a little temporary-ish, but um, we had no trouble getting our car and getting out of there. But we also landed at 11 o'clock at night uh, – well, 10 o'clock at night. Right. When we were leaving, uh, we were departing. We got to the airport about 6, uh, 6.30. Mm-hmm. And the inbound flights, oh, the, lines. the lines at the car rental places were outrageous. They were. No, I think it makes a lot of sense to always try to do any kind of pre-arrangements um, for your car. We do, what's it, Fast? We do Alamo's. Uh, fast what Break or whatever it is. That might be budget. But whatever they have for each of the car rentals, if you can do something where you sign up ahead of time and the paperwork's already done. Uh, Alamo has a thing where you go straight to the car if you, you know, pre-register and pre-check out. Literally can save you an hour out, and a half. Oh, yeah. more than that. I mean, sometimes, it's, so it's it's worth paying a little bit more for Alamo, um, but definitely take that step to pre-register and, and pre-check out. So, yes. so that was great for us. Um, and the same thing with returning the car, there was a spot there to return the car. Um, security going through there. It's the second time I've gone. Um, the line was pretty long both times that I've been through there. I'd say it's probably about a 45 minute wait both times. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you definitely have to plan accordingly. Right. As you always should, you should always leave yourself, you know, get there two hours before, uh, especially if you're traveling during a high, you know, high travel time. Yep. And then we stayed at Coronado Springs, which is one of our favorites. Um, there is a beautiful tower area that is newer, uh, gorgeous lobby, wonderful restaurants. Um, it's all interior hallways. People really love it. I think it's beautiful. The tower is interior hallways. Yes. Yes. That's, I was talking okay. about the tower. Um, but they also have their original buildings, which are more motel style. 
uh, and they are a maximum of three floors. I personally prefer those. I like a motel, sti motel style. I like to be able to open the door and walk directly outdoors. Uh, and the tower building does not have balconies. So if you're there and you want fresh air, you're going all the way down to uh, to the first floor and going out the uh, the entrance. Right. So, but it's gorgeous and we love it there. We did eat breakfast there one morning. What is their? Uh... It is the El Mercado de Coronado. Okay. Yep. It's kind of a, a quick service food court. Um, it is, yeah. It used to be a little bit different, uh, but now it is just more food court-like. You had, what, an orange juice and a, a breakfast wrap? A breakfast, uh, breakfast sandwich, sandwich yep. uh, which came with two hash browns. Yep. yep. Uh, it was a very nice meal. Uh, breakfast menus are, are, are going to run you anywhere between $15 to $34, uh, so it is a little bit pricey. The menu is American and Mexican, uh, kind of fused a little bit. Uh, more Mexican for lunch and dinner. Right. Uh, more traditional American breakfast stuff uh, at breakfast time. Um, so that's the only restaurant we ate at. Yeah. Uh, we had I had the yogurt parfait there. there. I mean, it's not inexpensive, but all the stuff, you know, everything is expensive. So, you know, whatever. It was pretty average for Disney. Yeah. Uh, it was good enough. It was nice to not have to leave our resort to be able to eat. And you did get a couple of coffees at their coffee bar. Yeah, they had a nice, um, they have a nice bar and coffee uh, area down on the uh, ground floor of the tower, uh, that beautiful lobby. So it's a nice place to go in the morning to feel like a specialty coffee. That's right. That's at the Barcelona Lounge. All right. Um, all right. And then so that first day, uh, well, the first night we got there, we stayed over. We were in really late. Uh, in the morning, we went to, to the breakfast that we just talked about. We did a few different things during the day. We, we played mini golf. That's right. One of the benefits of booking a package with Walt, uh, the Walt Disney Company is that you get one round of golf per person before 4 p.m. Uh, so we did have a free mini golf ticket. We went over to Fantasia Gardens and we golfed on the Fantasia course. Yep. Uh, where Cheryl had an incredible like five stroke lead going into the 17th oh. hole. Uh, and then she maxed out with a six and uh, we ended up tied with uh, with a 51. I never beat him. No. No. Uh, you, well, once you did, I think. Did I? I don't know. Uh, so that was a, a fun afternoon. Uh, and then we headed over to Disney Springs. Yeah, we did some Disney Springs stuff. Uh, but we ended our evening at the Disney After Hours event at Hollywood Studios. Uh, it begins at 10 p.m., but you can get in as early as 7. Although one of our travel agent friends we t talked to got in even earlier than that. So, uh, so maybe you can even push it a little earlier. But we got there at 7. And all the shows are done for the day as far as if you want to see Frozen Ever After or... Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Exactly. All that stuff is done. So with the party pass, you are not going to see any of the shows for the day. Uh, but the the attractions are all open. Um, the restaurants, if you've made a, you know, a restaurant reservation, you can go and, and go ahead and eat. However, we did get into the 8 o'clock showing of Fantasmic. Yes, they had two showings of Fantasmic. Fantasmic. They had, uh, what, an 8 and a... And a 10, 10.30. 10.30. Um, I think it was a little, a little later than 8. I think it was 9. I think it was a 9 o'clock and a 10.30 uh, because we got out just before the park closed, about 15 minutes before the park closed to, uh, to regular guests. Right. Uh, so, you know, it was good. So we did that. We saw Fantasmic. The... Dragon didn't work. I don't know what it was supposed to do, but it didn't do it. It was very, I know they've made some changes to Fantasmic. It felt very similar to what mm -hmm. it had been in the past. Um, 
Yeah, so then the lines were pretty low for everything right, after we got out of Fantasmic. Yeah, so about 9 o'clock, the park was winding down. Uh, at 10 o'clock at the start of the after-hours party, you had to have an after-hours uh, wristband. That was the only way you were getting onto uh, any of the rides that were open. A good number of rides were open. Uh, we had uh, both the, all three rides in Toy Story Land, both yep. rides in Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Star Tours was available, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was available. And so. Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. And if it had been open, Rock and Roller Coaster. But Rock and Roller Coaster is currently cr- closed for refurbishment, right. so we did not have that option. Right. So uh, minimal wait in the lines. I think we waited, what, maybe 10 minutes at uh, Rise of the Resistance? Our longest wait was for the... Alien saucer, saucer spin thing. Right. We which, waited like 30, 30 minutes, minutes for that. Which I would never wait that long for. But oh, we didn't have anything else going right. on. It was fine. Uh, as soon as it hit 10 o'clock, when you were walking around, they had certain stations where you could get your snacks. Uh, included in the party is popcorn, uh, select beverages, and ice, ice creams. Cream. So they're, they're the, um, the kind of ice creams you would get from the ice cream cart. So it was Mickey bars, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, and the, the fruit uh, bars. Yeah, the frozen fruit bars. Uh, and it's unlimited. It so is. if you, you know, I jokingly asked the girl for a box of Mickey bars, and she said, if you want it, I have to give it to you. I actually have to take them out of the box, but I will give you the entire contents mm-hmm. of this box. Uh, and as much as I wanted to take <laughs> her up on the offer, I did not. No, no. But it was, it was, it was nice to have all those. Of all those snacks available. So, yeah, we each had a popcorn. We each got a soda. Um, we each got a Mickey bar. And then we each had another ice cream right before we left at the right. end of the night. So, that it was nice. It was it was nice to have those, you know, free, air quotes. Free for um, $139. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that was good. No, it was a nice night. You know, it ends at 1 o'clock. So, it was a little bit late because we were getting up the next morning to do the Magic Kingdom. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then speaking of Magic Kingdom, the next morning we did head over there. Uh, we had to be up at 7 a.m. to get into the virtual queue for Tron. We happened to be there with a couple of other travel agents, so we had a party of four that we were trying to get on. So at 7 o'clock, well, those of us who were awake, ex- excluding Cheryl, right. uh, managed to jump on and get into the virtual queue. Uh, we ended up with, uh, I forget what our group number was, uh, but that was at 7, and I think we ended uh, on the ride about, what, 10, 15? Yeah, some, nah, I think it was later than that, closer 10, to 11 o'clock. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, we got on it and it was a great ride. Really enjoyed it. Short, but... Fast. Short, yes, it was fast. Uh, it's just kind of fun, the, the position that you're sitting in, like on a motorcycle. It's just something different. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Very similar uh, uh, seating to Flight of Passage, if you've ridden yep. uh, that. Uh, you, it is a motorcycle-based ride. There are a few cars that have a traditional roller coaster seat with a lap bar if you can't fit into the motorcycle seating. Um, but uh, as Cheryl said, you know, it was a great ride. Um, I don't really like roller coasters. I enjoyed it. I will definitely ride it again. Um, the architecture, the addition to Tomorrowland. It's so cool it, to look at. It, yeah, it really complements the area. And the best thing is, now that this ride is open, the Walt Disney World Railroad is back. Yes, we got to ride on that a little bit. So we did get to ride on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? We hit quite a few attractions. We managed to get the Haunted Mansion in early, which was good because later it in the day down. it was it was down. Uh, we did a lunch, our only sit-down lunch that we did for our trip. We went to Skipper's Canteen. Um, 
Service was great. Atmosphere, fantastic. Really fun place to go. Uh, Tony, I think you liked your food. My food was good, yep. yes. He liked, he got a dinner that was very good. We shared the falafel appetizer, also really good. Um, but then for my meal, I got the fried rice. I had shrimp on top and I just, I had to send it back. It was so salty. Uh, and instead she brought me a salad, which was oddly so spicy. I almost couldn't eat it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Read the reviews on your menu items before you, before you order them. Because if you don't like things that are spicy, who would think a salad would be spicy? Right. You know, you got, you have to, you have to sort of know what you're getting into, but highly recommend the falafel if you like that kind of thing. That was fantastic. And uh, Tony's tastes like chicken because it is. That's right. It was also very good. Which was a, a crispy fried chicken with a sweet chili glaze, stir-fried vegetables, and jasmine rice. Uh, essentially, it was a rice bowl. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a, a healthy-sized portion. Um, and like Cheryl said, the atmosphere was great. Um, the food, if, if you're, you know, if you're going in there looking for something plain – you know, if you want a hamburger, there's no hamburgers on the menu. Right. If you want a chicken sandwich, you can't get a chicken sandwich. Uh, so the menu items are a little bit out there, uh, but I enjoyed my food. And the falafel, the appetizer was really good. Yeah, it was. Uh, we did take a little break and go back to the hotel for a little bit. We did ride the bus because the bus uh, picks you up a little closer than, right. uh, than where the parking yeah, lot we is. Had, we had a rental car. The thing about the Magic Kingdom, if you are driving, is you park at the Ticket and Transportation Center, which means there's one more step between the parking lot and the entrance to the Magic Kingdom. Right. You have to take the monorail or you have to take uh, the ferry over. So it adds it adds a fair amount of time. So midday when we decided that we just weren't going to make it all the way through until the fireworks without a rest, we took the bus back, uh, which made it easier. We didn't have to take the time to go through the extra step of transportation. Right. And then we just took the bus back to the Magic Kingdom uh, when we were ready to go back. And that was great. Then at the end of the night, we took our car back. Yeah. And uh, once we got back to the park, we did go to Pico Spills, which is a quick service. We did mobile order, which was really easy. It is easy. Uh, Mobile order is probably the best thing that came out of the pandemic. Yep. Um, And, uh, you know, we had tacos. Nothing to write home about. It was edible. They were mediocre. But, you know, it was fine. It was dinner. Uh, Not crazy expensive. So that's always nice. Uh, and then we stayed for the fireworks, which I can watch every single night. They're fantastic. Uh, my tip for anyone wanting to watch the fireworks, I think for years, every time we've gone to Disney, I mean, gosh, we've been going to Disney for 30 years. years. Yeah. And, um, you know, I always we always felt like the area to watch the fireworks was full. And they are. They're packed full. But once you're in that, you can see that there is room. So you just have to sort of give some excuse me's and pardon me's and just find a spot to stand. Right. Just shove your way in there. There is room for you. Uh, we've always ended up like, oh, we'll watch from the bridge. Or, you know, you're looking for this space. And uh, it exists. Just, you know, wiggle yourself in there. Yep. That's my advice. And Happily Ever After is back. It, it returned in April, first part of May. It's only been there a couple of weeks, uh, and uh, it was great to see. It was so good. Great to see the show and the projections. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a proje- the projections are another great uh, uh, enhancement to the nighttime shows. Uh, and uh, after that, we we stayed around because the park was still open. Yeah, hit a few more rides. Uh, we hadn't done um, Seven Dwarves. Seven Dwarves. I think that's all we did. We did Seven Dwarves, and then we took off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a really nice, really nice day there. And then our next day was over at Epcot. It was our last day. We only had until about 6 o'clock in the park uh, because we had to catch a flight. But I think we made a lot of our day. 
we hit, let's see, what did we do? We did Soren. Yes, we did Soren. We did um, Okay, you just tell everybody. Okay, no, what did we? No, go ahead, because I can't think of them. What did we do? We did Soren. We did Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a little bit of a snack for breakfast. Mm-hmm. We did Test Track. We, we did single Test Track. We did single rider line because that goes quicker. I lost my phone on the on one of the oh, cars. Oh yeah, we had to go back for that. Uh, but my phone was returned pretty quickly, so that was nice. Uh, we waited. We wanted to eat from some of the the kitchens, the uh, festival kitchens for Flower and Garden they have Festival. A, they have a brunch one. But it doesn't open until 11. Who doesn't open at, you know, the park opens at 9. Right. And they don't open the brunch spot until 11. Uh, So that was a little rough. The the crepe, the lines at the creperie were not that They weren't uh, terrible. at all. I didn't want that this time. Uh, Of course, when I want it, the line's super long. Right. Uh, But they weren't terrible. Yeah, we did Ratatouille. We did Living with the Land. Uh, we did Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, so, once again, was a virtual queue. Right. How did that go in the morning? That went very uh, – no, well, that didn't go good. No. Because it said that Cheryl did not have a park pass. Um, so I was trying to get a park pass. But if I looked on her phone, her phone said that she had a park pass. So we ended up not getting a virtual queue at 7 a.m. We had to purchase an individual Lightning Lane attraction. I think it charged us $15 per person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that guaranteed that we were getting uh, on the ride. Um, and then we were able to actually go in at the one o'clock virtual queue distribution and get another virtual queue slot. Yeah. So uh, that was free. If we hadn't been leaving early that day, I don't think we would have paid. We probably would have waited till one o'clock. Right. Uh, because we've been hearing that things are taking a little bit of time to fill up, uh, but we just we didn't have that luxury and we needed to make sure we wrote it. So, uh, so what do you think? Um, it was intense. <laughs> it was intense. It was very, very much uh, not to my liking. Um, that is a one and done ride for me. I'm proud of you that you did it, though. Yeah. Um, it spins. The car spins. I knew that going into mm-hmm. the attraction. Uh, but if it's the kind of thing where if I like to shut my eyes when I'm on a roller coaster. And if you shut your eyes for like any amount of time on this ride and you lose your focus when you try to open your eyes there is so much going on i don't know there's no fo- it's like you're spinning around and there's lights everywhere i'm not sure about focus i think it's it's a big movement and it's yeah. fast um i had taken some dramamine i think that's a good way to go anytime you're going to try a new ride because you just you don't know how it's going to affect right. you i loved it loved it it was very similar feeling to uh Rock and roller coaster, the same dark, that same speed, um, and then adding in the spinning. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was really great. Okay. So when we were able to do the one o'clock um, virtual queue option, only I did it. Yes. And then I went back and, and wrote it a second time. Right. It was more fun the first time, maybe because you were with I me. With but you, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then we also rode uh, the Three Caballeros mm-hmm. in Mexico, yeah. and we uh, did ride Spaceship Earth. So yeah, we were in um, Epcot on Cinco de Mayo. Yes. So the margarita stand was very busy, but uh, more amusingly, the uh, what's Cava the, de Tequila? Yes, the little tiny um, tequila, tequila shop place in the Mexico. Mexico Pavilion inside the building. The line was like fifty people long. Yeah. It had to be a two and a half. They hour had wait. a special queue set up for that if you were going in to get tequila. It was crazy, uh, but you know people were willing to wait, so right. good for them. Um, and we also rode Spaceship Earth. There was a little bit of, I don't know, we had Stop to wait. Oh, yeah, there was, we had to wait for a long time. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the problem was there, but it was a bit of a delay. But we got on it. We got through it. It's a must-do attraction every time we're there. Yes. And then it's my favorite time of the year to be at Epcot because it's the Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, everything is just absolutely gorgeous. It's always nice at Epcot. The landscaping is is wonderful, but they just go just over and above. And right. the topiaries are, are really cool. Uh, so it was just it's always really nice to be there during that. Uh, they also have all the food booths, which is great. We didn't try a ton of things. We did go back to the uh, brunch cot location and get some of the things that we had been looking at earlier in the day. We got some avocado toast, right? We both had that. That was really, really good. And we also had the fried cinnamon roll bites, which I've had there before. And they are really, really yeah, yummy. Yeah, those were good. The avocado toast was amazing. It was great. I, yeah. I just thought it was going to be a little avocado and toast, but it was it was so much more. It was like a... There was a little bruschetta, a bit of bruschetta involved. No, there were ha- there were uh, like cherry tomatoes. Have cherry uh-huh. tomatoes. They had some edible flowers on there, and then they had a sprinkling of some kind of a cheese. Yeah. I'm not sure what it was, but it was like just the right amount of salty. Yeah. It was very very it was good. Really good. Uh, and then we went to the citrus blossom a little later in the day, and I got the orange sesame tempura shrimp, which was fantastic. I could have eaten that all day. And Tony had the orange lemon smoothie. That's right. And it was very good. I did not get the version served in the uh, uh, orange bird sipper uh, because that was $15. I I just got it in a plain plastic cup for $7 because I'm all about saving money. Why did you not get the sipper? Because I already have one (laughs) that I got like two years ago. Yes. Uh, So uh, all in all, a very good trip. Uh, We drove back to Terminal C uh, drop off at the rental car was very easy, not as organized as Terminal A and B. But still super fast. But still super fast. Yeah. Um, you know, the opposite of the long walk out is the long walk in. Right. Um, it was very busy. It was around dinner time. It was 6.30, 7 o'clock by the time we got there. There is a Chick-fil-A in the new terminal, so we were good. There's, There's a also steak, a Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are plenty of restaurants in Terminal C. Um, it's, it's nice. Just, it's beautiful. It's just, it's just big. It's far, yeah. yeah. So that's it. That was our little trip. All right. So uh, we hope you all enjoyed the little look into our travel life. Uh, We'll be going back down hopefully a lot more because now Cheryl is an annual pass holder. Yeah, starting in probably like December, though. We have a lot of vacations planned for uh, for my vacation time. That's right. Catch us on our normal show on Wednesday. Uh, And until the next time we talk, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs)